Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. I could go on and on. We know. We know. All I can do is laugh because Dream Girls will never leave you. I don't really have those melodies, those tones over here. Well, here's my thing. Do did you watch Dream Girls a lot when you were younger? No. Okay. Well, that therein lies the problem. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) That one was definitely, I forget what year it came out, but I want to say, like, maybe, like, oh, 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 something, Mm -hmm. you know? It was the early 2000s for sure, and once that guy hit HBO, I listened, I watched that movie every time it was on. Oh, I just love Dreamgirls. Right, right. I love it. I I recently rewatched it at, like, a little... A little hangout I was having over at the house, and when I tell you I was singing every song and performing and doing choreo, <laughs> <laughs> praise God. Um. Anyway, hello. Hey, girl. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. Grand Rising and Ramadan Mubarak to those who <laughs> celebrate. Amen. No, no, no. Take mm. that out. Take that out. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that it might just come to me, but that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, not about to have me getting messed up out here. Yeah, um, I hear ya. Anyway, yeah. So here we are. It's no, Aries season. It's Aries. We're in Aries. Woo. We're here. All right, well, I also wanted to just ask you, you know, on air in front of the public here where we can hold you accountable, how often are you checking your hair braiding page? I check it, you know, it's not as consistent as my other page, but I did notice that there's something that says a message there, like in the Mm, notification. Just today, just today I noticed it, so... I, I think you should on. I think you should open that right now. Really? Like first of all. <laughs> first of all, I think that, you know, as a business owner, it's important that we maintain the best business acumen. Mm-mm. Oh what? Yo, get get out of here, please. <laughs> Come on. Read it aloud. Read it aloud. No, read it aloud. Not, <laughs> hey, Queen. I tried <laughs> to book on your Calendly, but the link wasn't working. It shut down. That's wow. Why. Wow, wow, wow. I would like to book an appointment for April 13th. Do you have availability? Niggas got customers, okay? Yeah, right, right. You know. Keep the DMs open, baby. <laughs> Keep them open. The DMs, yeah, you know, they were like semi-closed for sure. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> All right, so Shiggy recently posted on Instagram his really disgusting pond water-looking bath water at the end of his shower and said, if your water doesn't look like this, you're not clean enough. And I I <laughs> want to really paint the picture for you guys. It was about as much water as, you know, like when your, um, your, your drain is clogged and it's a slow, it's slowly draining out during the shower and your feet are like 
basically all the way submerged in water at the end of the shower. Oh, gosh. It was like that amount of water, first of all. So I'm already looking like, okay, your drain is clogged, Shiggy, because (laughs) we shouldn't be seeing this amount of pooling at the end of the shower, first of all. Second of all, I don't think that that's what that what that water symbolizes you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like i want to pose the question to you like if you're taking a shower in a clean white tub Mm -hmm. have you seen the brown water at the end of the shower (laughs) soap soap scum if you will (laughs) you're asking me now I'm asking. If you wait, <laughs> I, I want to know: is he is he on? Is he saying something that maybe I just like? Am I not clean or like what's what's happening? I've definitely seen soap scum in my shower before, but usually it's like you know it's like off my washcloth or something. Mm. Like I mean, I guess it is from my body. I guess, but like it's it's. I don't know. I just see it like the soap, the bubbles of the soap looking very dingy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's just like my dead skin cells. But yeah. I've never had like brown water. So I'm just trying to figure out like what kind of fucking showers is he taking? Or is he just in a dirty ass bathtub with some dirty ass? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't really experience brown water when I like shower or anything. Yeah. And that's... I know we all scrub thoroughly. So. That sounds like it's more uh, maybe like you maybe haven't bathed for a couple days. (laughs) Right. Or you were like in extreme conditions, sweating and like dirt and everything else. Right. Did you see the picture that I'm referring to? No, I didn't actually. I think somebody sent it in the group chat. I'm trying to go back and find it because it was really dirty water and I just thought Mm-mm. the point is stop posting all of your business for us to see we don't want to see that yeah maybe he knew that that would get people worked up like he was trolling us mm-hmm. I don't think so I think like many niggas he thought he was on to something really he thought, oh, yeah, this is me getting all the dirt possible off my body. Oh, here it go. Look. <laughs> it looks like he's standing in pee yeah. with, like, sand in it. Right. And his foot is completely submerged. Yeah, that's a bit, you know, it's interesting for sure. Everybody um, in the comments like, what you got going on, bro? Maybe he was trolling. That's just really just bizarre. I just wanted to know, you know what I mean? Am I not scratching my skin until I bleed, getting off a whole external layer of skin or what? Because I ain't never, I ain't never seen my bath water look like that. Mm -mm. Mm, That makes me sick to my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick about it. It's abysmal too much well that's what i have well get into it what's the sign what's the sign up the last two days have been a very big moment for the cosmic world there's been a planetary alignment aka planetary parade which essentially means that you'll be able to see a few planets at once in the sky if you look up today at a certain point so this can we see it to the naked eye the some of them yes oh shit actually it's happening probably in like you know an hour at least on my side in la but well it must be an hour everywhere yeah maybe seven i know it's like seven over here or something like after sunset basically but um mercury venus mars jupiter and uranus will uh line up beneath the moon and when you look up you'll be able to see venus mars and jupiter with your naked eye and mercury and uranus you'll need like a telescope or binoculars to actually see them 
and you said it's called a planetary parade. Yeah, or a planetary alignment. It's only available for like 30 minutes in the sky, like the sun sets and then 30 minutes after you'll be able to see all the planets in the sky for a good 30 minutes before it disappears. That's fire, actually. Yeah, and it happens. Are you going to go out there? Uh, Probably not. I don't think I'm going to make it, but like it'll... It happens like every two years or so. So, yeah. One year we need to plan to like be at a planetarium or like meet a nigga that has a telescope or something. I know, right? To actually get to see some of these things. I I actually like to look through telescope. It's very cool. I remember we had one when I was younger and like even just looking at the moon was like the coolest thing ever Mm -hmm. because you could see like fucking craters and shit really good but yeah yeah no it's it's a really dope experience and i'm just thinking about all the places who don't really have to deal with pollution or have like clear views of it yeah like like where you go to see the um oh lord what's that northern the light lights. the northern lights yes mm-hmm. thank you yeah, yeah out there like i bet that they would see this shit real good right i'm not really sure what it means in terms of how it affects or impacts like the zodiac signs and things like that but i know that that must mean something powerful in this bitch because all in planets are just out like this well, I will say, I don't know, the TikTok astrology girlies, mm-hmm. they've been, I've been seeing on my algorithm this whole thing between like March 26, 7, 28, or either 27, 28, and 29. Mm-hmm. But this is supposed to be like a prosperous portal time. Like okay. money. Like money could be coming into your life. Right, That's right. That's what the um, TikTok girlies are saying. So I'm manifesting that. I've really been trying to affirm money coming in and not going out. Definitely, you know, the large lump sum. Right. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. boom. I'm so, all about the abundance right now. Yes, the abundance. So line them up, line them up, and you know what i mean punch my ticket right that's kind of like a um this might be a good time to like be at the casino or some shit playing on mm-hmm. the slots kind of like play lining a, them up on the slots play a number or something <laughs> i wish i really was that type of person but i'm not wasting my money on fucking gambling yeah i'm not really that kind of person either my grandfather always like did you get it no i did not get any ticket when it's when they when it gets up to like three billion i will try to go get a little you know what I mean? The not not the one where you pick the numbers yourself, but like the quick pick, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Just just in case. You know what yeah. I mean? Just in case because bitch, some recently it was up to like multiple billions of dollars in the mega millions. So Wow. I ha- I had to let them niggas know I was interested, you know what I mean? I have no faith in those things, but you yeah. know, one day maybe niggas do be winning some i mean eventually and then all those people the lottery winners the worst things in life happen to the lottery winners i feel like <laughs> i want to hear stories of successful lottery winners who like doubled their money and just slipped off into obscurity and like literally live peacefully and happily mm. where are them niggas at wow the curse of the lottery winner it's too many it's too many stories about like you get to win the lottery and then you blow through all your money on like yachts and cocaine and bitches (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know that it was a lot of like you know failure Mm -hmm. type stories related to lottery that's interesting okay so moving on from that right let's get into aries season we're gonna play a game true or false i'm gonna ask you five facts and you're going to determine if they are true or false about our dear aries okay but i can do this aries are the third sign of the zodiac yes true no they're the fourth (laughs) (laughs) false i think no it's not from january so they are the oh damn Wait, when does the Zodiac calendar start? It's like, it's not fucking January. 
Okay, I'm going to stick to my original answer. True. Maybe it is true. Okay. Should I give them to you one by one or just tell you at the end? <laughs> uh, give them to me one by one. Okay, you were wrong. It's Damn. false. Aries are the first sign of the zodiac. Oh, see, that's why I was like, I feel like it starts around like spring or summer. Right. That was a trick question. Mm-hmm. And don't you forget it. Janae, Janae Iko is in Aries. Hmm. She doesn't really give me Aries vibes, but then again, I don't really know her, so. Right. You're just gonna have to. <laughs> what is the sound giving you my love? Um. You know what? She does kind of have like a no nonsense attitude about her, which I feel like is like an Aries trait. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say. No, she's not. I just don't really think she is. Good. Very good. That's correct. Okay. Because she isn't. But her man, Big Sean, is. Oh, Big Sean is Aries. Yeah, I never liked him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so next aries are always up for a challenge yes because aries be thinking that they're right all the time when they're really not ever right okay the additional commentary (laughs) um (laughs) that is correct aries are always up for a challenge the next Mm -hmm. aries love beating around the bush No, I feel like Aries are quite direct and you know what I mean? They, they don't have, they don't do nuance. Mm, Very good. And the last, that was also, that was also correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Aries can be impatient. I think so. I, I this one I'm a little unsure of, but I think that they are yes impatient. Mhm. Mhm. That's correct as well. Ah, yes. You know, you started off rocky, but you finished off strong. I redeemed myself when you got into the traits and shit. Right, the, right. The the mathematical questions, you right. know. We know. love that for no. you. You came back strong. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll be here all month for the Aries. Um, I, you know, as I said last episode, I, every time we get through of Aries season, I'm always softening more still to the Aries. That may be no different for this month as well. We'll see with the Aries that we have on as a guest. If they're able to, you know, melt my icy heart towards Mm. them. Melt your <laughs> your icy heart. <laughs> That's deep. Anything else you're going to tell us today? I've got this ice box where my heart used to be. I've got this ice box where my heart used to be. And then you know what? We can just do the six degrees of separation on that because Janae Aiko, her baby daddy, Omarion's brother, boom, mm. boom, boom. Oh, wow. my God. Is Omarion an Aries? No, he's not. I don't think so. I don't think he is either, but that would have been really good. <laughs> that would have been really good. Yeah, I'm sure you would have, like, really been here for the breakthrough moment. Let me see if Orion is her her baby daddy. I don't remember any songs that he had, but he wasn't really popular. Oh, I, Orion's an Aquarius. Yeah. He really wasn't um popular, but my old friend in grade school loved him. Yeah, Omarion's a Scorpio. He definitely gives me Scorpio vibes. A hundred percent. Okay, well Yeah, that wraps up that was the good. sign up. All right, well now it's time for Nosy New. We have to just start off in hell and get right to (laughs) 
get right to the allegations against our beloved Jonathan Majors. Mm-mm-mm. You know, a deep, good thing, a good morning thing can't sigh. last forever. Oh, they can't <laughs> wait to tear a black man down. You this know what? A black man can't wait to tear a black man down. If we're being fucking honest, you know, it's just hard. So are we? Do you have the facts? Like, or, I don't you... have any facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. But the allegations are that um, Jonathan Majors and his what girlfriend um, got into an altercation in a taxi cab. Um, and then it escalated thereafter. There was some strangulation involved. Um, you know, some hitting and things like that. And, you know, Jonathan Majors allegedly is the one who called the police um, and said that she was wilding out on him. Mm-hmm. But then I guess when they got to the scene, she was like, hell no, nah, this nigga been beating me. And I'm sure she said the hard ER um, in the most white woman way possible. So, Ew. I he was arrested. He was taken in. He was released without um, like, I guess, on his own recognizance or whatever, without a bond. Mm-hmm. And um, his lawyer is saying that the charges are going to be dropped um, all at the same time that this is happening. Of course, all the niggas on Twitter are like, oh, yeah, I've heard things about Jonathan Majors in New York. And, like, he's very, he's got a really bad temper. And, like, this totally tracks. Not the people on Twitter and extras coming out to be, like. It's the the people who, like, jump on the bandwagon after something heinous comes out that kind of, like, bothers me. And I feel like the, the court of public opinion is so fucking loud that, like, He's fucked either way at this point. You know what I mean? He, the charges could be dropped. The girl could be like, I was I was having a psychotic break. I was on drugs. I was, you know what I mean? She can come out and say it was absolutely not true. And there's still going to be this stain on him no matter what, which I hate. Um, somebody reminded me of this actor who I'm sure you probably haven't even thought about him. I know I hadn't thought about his ass. Um, I've really only seen him like a little bit. His name is Nate Parker. He, the last thing he played in was birth of a nation, which was supposed to be kind of like giving, you know, like iconic 12 years of slave vibe. But these allegations came out right at the time that that movie was going to come out and the allegation was that he and his homeboy like raped some girl when they were in college and the girl um uh, unalived herself committed suicide and um we have not seen that man <laughs> he yeah. was acquitted he was it went to trial and he was acquitted I remember and his, his homeboy face. was right right uh, his homeboy was acquitted um no 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 his homeboy was convicted and he was acquitted and we literally have not heard from this man since 2016. Wow. It was a similar situation where he's like on this shooting star trajectory, similar to how everybody is talking about Jonathan fucking majors right now. And then something comes, you know, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, uh, but then on the other hand, you know, I do feel like empathetically I really care about what the woman is experiencing if that is true you know what I mean if it is true 100% fuck him you know what I mean strangulation abuse of any kind is abominable and we know this and we always say that we do not condone domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. Men versus women, women versus men, same sex, non-binary. No type of violence within the home is acceptable. So I feel like it's just a fucked up situation because we really thought he was such a talent and such such a charismatic um, person and, you know. Just like that. It could be taken away. It could be it could be taken away. Exactly. So 
it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming, you know, weeks and months because yeah, they don't play about that with the whole public, you know, like you said, no matter the outcome, it's going to be an issue. And even more so for a black man, like he was really having a moment too. I mean, he had, I watched a huge moment. I watched all of the movies that he was in recently like all the the flight from the pilot thing or you know during um war the flight from the pilot see i don't even know that one child i I know the last man in san francisco i saw that one years mm -hmm. you know a few that was a few years ago and then i did watch creed one and creed two because i still i still plan to go see creed three right um but evidently, you know, he's a Marvel guy. He he's like in like Ant Man or maybe like I don't know. He's a he's a Marvel guy. I don't know which Marvel character he is. I hope they don't beat me up for saying that. But yeah, that's that's on the line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Big movie deals that could drop him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just not the movie. It's just, the movie I was referring to is called Devotion. Oh, it was I the seen one, that one. It was the one about Navy's first black aviator, Jesse Brown. Oh, I so know he, that one. Was it good? It was. It was. It definitely was. He he did a good job with that. I um, should watch that, actually. That sounds kind of good. It was. You would enjoy. Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, it's just a fucked up situation. And then, you know, it's the under the underlying trigger of it being a white woman yeah it's hard to really like we've been betrayed yeah it's really hard to it's giving it's giving every little boy who cried wolf like it's it's difficult but yeah it's difficult they deserve to be heard and everything else but there's just I'm some triggered. there's some history there's some trauma there that like yeah that's what it is and i can and i and i have enough awareness to even be able to recognize that like yeah it's definitely a trigger because of all the trauma associated with how white women have lied on black men time and time again throughout history that doesn't negate the fact that if something did go down with her she deserves justice you know period right um but just for a moment with him calling 911 thinking that he was protecting himself and then mm-hmm. turns out that mm-hmm. she could turn it all around and it's mm-hmm. like fuck in the blink safety. of an eye fuck. in a blink of an eye right yes fuck the fear he's calling like the cops he- to say right she's losing it right and they come in the house and look at his black ass mm-hmm and yep. some people can be vindictive and know that, you know, That's all it takes is a public thing. call or mm-hmm. one public mess up that mm-hmm. they know they'll fuck up their entire livelihood. The whole shit, right. You know, and I thought, um, speaking of like actors that just kind of like fall off the radar and stuff like that, House of Cards, I thought of that nigga. Like, even Kevin though, Spacey. Yeah, even though he deserved, you know, whatever he got, but just like thinking how big that show was and how he was really out here. And now I haven't heard a peep. Yeah. But the thing that, the thing that's unique about that is that he's, he's all right. He's got years of money. He's got all the money he made on the early seasons. And more importantly, he's got, he's got white privilege. He's he's got got a lot of white privilege and he's got powerful friends that probably stuck behind his ass still. You know what I mean? Something like this to a black man, a young black actor, someone early in his career. It's extraordinarily damaging. It's, it's almost irretrievably damaging. Because like I said, I don't know the whole ins and outs of the Nate Parker thing, but that man was not convicted of a crime and he couldn't pay to get a job. Yeah. The talent ain't going to carry you. They was calling him baby Denzel and they said, oh no, baby, Denzel ain't never did that. Okay. Yeah. They ain't never talked bad about Denzel. Right. Praise God. Protect our, protect our legacies. Hmm terrible i don't know i'm i'm hoping for the best i'm hoping for the best possible outcome for my dog you know what i mean him and his little teacup and his like very sad puppy dog eyes that are somehow so 
emotional, you know? <laughs> They're deep. The stories, you know what I mean? The wisdom. Um, I had a thought. I saw a story come up earlier this week on my feed about R. Kelly. And it said something like, you know, R. Kelly is ordered to pay X, Y, and Z um, to his victims. I think $4 million to his victims. And the money is going to come out of his sony royalties fund that they have that i guess because he's not he's not getting the money in federal prison you know they have a fund or whatever so it really led me to think about the fact that you know let me just paint the scenario for you imagine growing up and your dad is the biggest celebrity around like your dad is that nigga like you're the most famous kid anywhere you know like or you're hanging out with other famous kids you've grown up as a total nepo baby you have plans for your inheritancy that you'll get when you're 18 or 21 or whatever you know whatever rich people do whenever they have trust then funds suddenly, for their kids then suddenly that shit gets seized the rug is ripped from under you. You're you have no there's no pie in the sky for you at all, baby girl. There's nothing. There's not a dime. And then you have to get on shade room and see how your money cuz keep it a book. This is your money. This is the money that your parents were going to be giving to you. Your money has to go to everybody else. That's insane. I feel For like your it's dad's actually I, I feel like it is irrational and there should have been a fair judgment as it relates to that. So the kids like, the kids should get X, Y, do and Z. not have to suffer, should not have to suffer for their father's yeah. crimes. It's like yeah. yes, um what R. Kelly did was wrong. And he should have to pay. And he should pay. But the music that he made, honestly, like that, I, I I feel like it. they're separate things. It just, you know, he has to pay this way. But like they should have come up with a better way for the kids to like at least get something. And, you know, he can miss out on it. But let pay the kids first and the, and the wife or the mother, you know, the yeah, mother or something. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But when that man come for that seizure, it's like everything. They take everything. Like I think about even like other, even more wealthy criminals and shit like Pablo Escobar. Imagine growing up as Pablo Escobar's child. The nigga has like a pet lion for you in the backyard. Like all the foreign cars, all the diamonds, all the watches, everything. And then they come and they seize all of that. That shit, the, all the gifts that he got for you, all the money in your bank account. <laughs> yeah. Damn. They got that shit. Yeah. And just, and just like the, you know, as someone with proximity to celebrity and just knowing how the impression that can make on people, you know, the bullying, everything else. My homegirl was like, Oh, if we, if R. Kelly's kid w- was in high school at the same time that I was in high school and this shit happened while we were in school together, I would have bullied the fuck out of that kid. Yeah. <laughs> My friend said that. I'm just like, yeah, like, that's really real. Just being associated to somebody, like, I kind of just was reminded of that. The fact that, like, people's fucked up shit impacts so many other people in so many different ways like right just the reputation alone is horrible yeah i don't know think about hopefully that hopefully the kids doing today hopefully some of the kids today are better than we were in that regard. well i think that the i think that his kids are like adults so they got they choose the company that they have around but i i just i think that um I don't know. Just don't do fucked up shit, people. Just don't do fucked up shit, and then nobody will be fucked up. How about that? That's my hope. 
I just don't want anyone to do anything fucked up that someone else can be traumatized about. Hmm. That's all I ask. <sighs> um, I have to quickly mention, you know, the guns. I don't know if you if you how I know that you kind of stay out of the news, but there was a school shooting. There's been a lot of gun. Yeah. Yeah. There I was a school shooting by this woman. Yeah. By a woman who they said looked like a teenager. I did see a little clip or a picture of her or something. And she did look kind of young, but um, like a late twenties woman who like busted down in elementary school and like killed these kids and these teachers. Yeah. And at some point, actually in the recent past, I was saying that like, I want to learn how to use a gun and I want to potentially even own a gun. Because I've lived alone, I've lived alone for a long time, and I really do believe that if it's between me or you, I'm going to shoot you. Like I'm going to do my best to defend myself. So I was kind of feeling it for those reasons. But then it's just like people keep getting these guns, and they keep on using them in all these horrible, horrible ways. And it's just like, why do I even want to be a part of that? You yeah. know what I mean? I better fucking learn how to kick or karate chop or something bend my back I know. backwards matrix I know, I know. like i gotta learn some other ways but to defend ultimately myself why do i even want to be a part of this industry or have anything yeah. to do with the fucking gun industry it's all yeah. trash right but it's also like sad but one of the ways that some people do have to think about defending themselves right so especially against the people who obviously have these guns right oh it's like an impossible 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 thing yeah i i couldn't even begin to imagine what that's like you know shooting someone oh taking life from someone like that is just Mm -mm. it's too much guns are very violent it's a lot i spoke about it before my experience at the shooting range and i just was not feeling it so my homegirl actually said that she just went on a date with this like army guy who thought it would be like a hot date i guess to go to the gun range and she said she was like almost crying like it was just too overwhelming for her like the sound like just the fact she said she didn't like that the target like was in the shape of a human and like mm-hmm. all this shit she was just like too overwhelmed by yeah. it. yeah the sound and at the time i was kind of like it's not that deep but then the more i think about it like that shit is crazy though like it is so loud and it is just deep. knowing what could you're happen. literally conditioning yourself to be okay with hearing the gunshots sound. like Ooh. up close and Mm-mm. it's crazy Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah so we can just uh i just want to you know mention my love and my heart goes out to those families and the um, people involved it's really fucked up and you know the shooter may have been a woman but she was white white people be going ham with this shit bruh i'm sick of it this shit is really crazy um one positive thing before we get into our little tv talk um and i don't even have the names pulled up but i just remember while we've been talking but Shout out to the two black girls who solved Pythagorean's theorem. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard about this, I urge you to look it up. Um, these recently, these two high school black girls stumped a, or solved a math equation that has been a question for 2000 years the greatest mathematicians in the world have been unable to solve this and leave it to two black queens to mm. knock that shit out okay knock it out like a puzzle 
on a playground. Okay. Hmm. Remarkable. Extraordinary, remarkable. And as someone who really struggles with even the most basic math, I admire that. I respect that wholeheartedly. I am so incredibly impressed and so happy to have some similarity to this girl, to these girls being that we are of the same race. Amen. Amen. That's amazing. Yeah. That's lit. What are the reactions? What are people saying? Everyone's like, like this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Y'all are some bad bitches. I don't know what they're saying. I think the reception has been mainly positive, of course. That's good. Um, I'm sure there's some probably some math haters out there, you know what I mean, out there in the stratosphere, but yeah. I ain't worried about them because I'm they just wondering how it haters. like will it be taken to the board of Yeah, somebody and... somebody did I did see a comment where somebody was like, Everybody protect these these girls work because people will try to claim that shit for their own. Yeah. But um I don't think they've published, you know, I don't think I think it's just announced that they like solved it i don't know that they have like published the formula or whatever or maybe they have maybe that's how you take claim by publishing it first or whatever but Mm. i hope that they have some support i know that they're with their you know some teachers and stuff like that so i hope that they have like some support and some you know whatever so lit that's great yeah really great um so anyway yeah i know we want to talk about some of this new tv Right, right. Well, we didn't get to talk in the last episode about Chris Rock, so let me hear your thoughts. For those that don't remember, it was called Selective Outrage, and he did it live, the first ever live comedy special ever on Netflix. So, so, so groundbreaking, and boom, Shayna, hot takes. I liked his take on Selective Outrage. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I feel like, I mean, the concept of selective outrage, I 100% agree with. So, definitely. yeah, yeah, there was some there was some truth there. You I know, forget one of the early jokes that he said, but I me fell too. out laughing. Oh, my God. What was it? Was it regarding selective outrage? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about, but I oh can't. Oh, my God. It was something early on in the show. And I was just like, that is so fucking funny because literally me. Right. But yeah, um, of course, I was waiting for the T, the main thing. And, you know, he like drags it well, out. OK, OK. But wait, before we get to that, what about the Meghan Markle stuff? Because that's what people people were outraged about two things with the special. And it, one of them was the Meghan Markle. Remind jokes. me about what he mentioned. He said he said she married into the monarch and expected them not to be racist and for her to like uproot the entire tradition with being with crying about how they're racist is really fucking annoying because bitch you knew what she was getting into and you knew them niggas was racist and here you go like disrupting everything for like thousands of years and like have Mm. have harry moving away and this and that right well i mean you know things that were things that are in place for like thousands of years are sometimes meant to be broken Meant to be broken like this is actually in but my did mind you find those jokes particularly offensive like you didn't even remember them so no obviously not. no no but i do remember him <laughs> talking about <laughs> i do remember him talking about Meghan markle and like mentioned something about like the racism and stuff like that yeah, but yeah yeah I mean, I feel like it's, you know, good that they've shaken up the the monarchy for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so on to the grand finale. Yes, this was what everybody was talking about. Him talking about Jada Pinkett Smith and the slap heard around the world with Will Smith at the Oscars. Um, you know, he called Jada Pinkett Smith a bitch. That really kind of that didn't really land for me. I'm not gonna hold you like mm-hmm. that felt personal. The way he said it, the tonation, you know what I mean. He kind of mm-hmm. said like "bitch" with a little, you know what I mean, a little umph behind it. I'm like, all right, bro, like, chill. Like all that's not even really necessary. Yeah, yeah. He. But what did you think you about know, the tea? Like, what did you think about that whole segment? 
he definitely spent more time talking about like how Jada Pinkett was mm-hmm. kind of behind the whole the thing, whole pulling thing. the strings. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then also hearing about how Will is like, you know, this big dude and chose mm-hmm. to like take Pick out on his, a small guy, take on a small guy like him and be like, and one joke when everybody had been dragging him online for months and months and months. Right. Too about yeah. other shit. And then he gets picked on about that on the world's biggest stage. Like, right. I definitely got it. I mean, I felt I, you know what? I never, never thought that it was right. or I never made an opinion on whether it was right or wrong you that know, Will did that. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of was like, damn, that shit happened. But, but here's like, an interesting thing between the two of them. Chris Rock is an Aquarius. Will Smith mm. is a Libra. And these niggas supposed to get along. They're supposed to be cool. And Libras don't even do all that. Too. Libras don't like, do all that. But Aquarians are definitely known for probably saying some fucked up shit when they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And with a public figure like Chris Rock, who is doing the comedian thing, he's like, I'm going Mm. balls to the wall with everything, baby. Like, Mm. but it's still kind of fucked up in some ways. But it's also it comes with the territory of his his career. Like, you're we got to expect to hear like some of these things. But even though I don't agree with everything, I do feel like, you know, like, for example, what he ended with, um, Something about, like, everybody kept asking me, like, why didn't I fight back? Why didn't I? Oh, yeah, because my mama always told me we don't fight in front of the white people. How do you feel about that comment? And that was his mic drop moment at that. And I just said, (laughs) like... Whose mom said that? Like, that's what I mean. Like, even though I, I, you know, it's no secret. I grew up in the suburbs, this and that. My mom kept it real just as any did. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was growing up with fucking, you know, I don't even know. Marsha Brady for her mom. Like it was, you know, my mom definitely kept it real. And I yeah. know about the mom lingo of our, of our time of a generation before and a generation before that. I know what the moms beyond. I never heard that mom said we wasn't supposed to fight in front of white people. I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't. Heard I never either, heard. I never heard. I just that thought one, it Chris. was a, it was a funny way for him to like try to flip it and have me thinking like, do people really think this way about, blacks fighting like black no, people no fighting? no 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 if he would have said you know my mom said we never we we keep we fight in the house or like you know what i mean or like we keep you know even if he would have said the same sentiment but like said it in a different way we could have maybe got it you know you only fight inside the house or like, you know what I mean? Or something like that, that like was, is more realistic to what a mom might've said, but we never fight in front of white people. Only your mom said that our moms didn't say that. (laughs) And I really just thought that it was a really horrible mic drop that just for me left me feeling like, meh, I didn't really like Mm. think it was the funniest thing I ever saw. You know, Mm -hmm. I just kind of was like, okay, Chris, like, I guess you want to get your look back, but yeah, that's it. (laughs) You just wanted to try to get your look back. Netflix paid you a whole shit ton of money to do it. And you know, you did a whole new thing with Netflix, got your Netflix bag and good for you. Hopefully that, that quells it. (laughs) (laughs) but then okay so i have to also throw this in there too um adam sandler just got the mark twain prize for like comedy or whatever Mm -hmm. and this is like a very big award you know it airs on cnn or whatever and basically all of your like your friends from the industry your friends come and like talk about how great you've been and how impactful or whatever so Mm -hmm. chris rock gave a speech at adam sandler's award show this just happened on sunday or like over the weekend right Mm -hmm. in the audience is nancy pelosi's you know contextually I think the Pelosi's are Jewish, maybe? 
Maybe I just made that up. But mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is a Jewish person. So all the Jews be turning up when it's time to celebrate Adam Sandler. So I just assume that Nancy Pelosi must be Jewish. But I don't know. Her husband, Paul Pelosi, was there at the thing. Now, sidebar, which I don't I don't know if you remember this. Her Nancy Pelosi's husband was brutally attacked by a like a white supremacist, like crazy person that broke into his house, hit this 70 some year old man on the head with a hammer, tried to kill him. Right. This just happened. This just happened like last summer, like an attack. This is, you know, part of the reason Nancy Pelosi is like stepping down and this and that, like this shit rocked her world. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was like a hate, a hate crime or like, you know, they were specifically targeting Nancy and her husband because Mm -hmm. of her work in, in politics. Chris Rock gets up on the stage and says, the only person who could ever know how I feel is Paul Pelosi. And I just thought, is he fucking for real? You're going <laughs> to compare that slap from Will Smith to this man getting hit in the head with a hammer? Oh, my gosh. Nearly killed? How did people react? <laughs> they laughed. I mean, oh I don't fucking know. Gosh. They laughed. But I was just like, oh, my God. You are so tasteless. like what the fuck (laughs) that shit was really crazy i was like yo this is od he'll do anything i guess now to try to get a joke off about fucking him and will smith like he's gonna Mm. do these jokes until he dies at this point right um yeah that's enough about chris rock but that's my overall hot take on the special okay and the other hot show is swarm swarm you watched this one before I did. I did. You actually texted me and was like, you need to get on it. Right, right. This was definitely... Did you know about it before you watched it? Or did you just like see a black girl and just turn it on? I saw something online, uh, Instagram. I was reminded about it when I just so happened to be on Prime one day and was like, oh, it's here. Let me check it out. But yeah, it's very, then I started doing some research and things and seeing how obvious, <laughs> how obvious this. I want to know how many of the instances and the Easter eggs you actually know. Cause I figured I pretty much got them all. Really? Oh, like when From TikTok, like what, what the, the things when they said in the beginning of the episodes, like things that seem like they're based on something in real life, they are. Yes, but I okay, so, so I'm not really good at pulling from there, but there were certain things happening. Like I wasn't making those connections. I wasn't thinking about like, oh, this is related to I just knew it was related to like certain artists. Like, was there an elevator scene? Yes. I think that was the only one that I was able to laugh yeah, about and be like, this is an elevator scene that happened. The part where that that really had me screaming was, and this is a spoiler alert right now. Spoiler alert! We're talking about Swarm. Um, when she bit the plum, and then it turned out she was actually biting nausea. Yeah. And then she's running out the back door, and this and the fucking man is like, "Oh shit, that's a not late then." <laughs> when I tell you, I almost fucking fell out of my fucking chair. I was screaming what is that moment from like that i had forgotten about that completely but there was a rumor years ago pre-pandemic that was kind of corroborated by tiffany haddish but basically they were saying that at a party tiffany haddish was there beyonce was there and like this other unnamed celebrity woman was there and she bit beyonce on her face like that was a real rumor but no one would ever say who it was and then for some reason somebody started saying it was Sanaa Lathan and then it was just like oh my god Sanaa Lathan bit (laughs) Beyonce and that went around Twitter for weeks and weeks and weeks then they said it was like a couple other people they thought it might have been Katy Perry or somebody else I forget but 
for a while, it was definitely Sanaa Lathan. And so when that shit happened, I screamed because I'm like, Donald Glover is really like. <laughs> <laughs> when they say, oh, shit, that's Sanaa Lathan. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> that's basically how it is. Like somebody just picks an artist out of obscurity and then everyone's like, yeah, it was her. Like, no, right. it wasn't. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, other than that, like even you know Dre running up on the stage, that really happened to Beyonce and Jay Z, a crazed fan, um, a stud, you know, a mask presenting woman ran on stage and like tried to like jump on them, and security had to tackle them. That really <laughs> happens. Um, even the even the obsessive fan, like the character of the obsessive fan, that's based on a real a real person they said on a netflix show which i haven't watched i'm actually gonna have to go watch now but one of the episodes is on the show called i am a stalker mm-hmm. is about this um you know what i mean lesbian woman who struggled with her sexuality and she had all these obsessive tendencies and she would like she was a foster kid she would cling on to uh, a, a rich black family that was all succinct or whatever that was like her thing so he really put all these different stories together mm-hmm. to make one succinct succinct story and i just loved it i thought it was so good so well done i thought that dominique fishback was a queen throughout she acted mm-hmm. her butt off i she thought did. she gave us levels she did she was really good and the whole time i kept on saying like why is she always serving a look (laughs) yes 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 she's literally always looking so fully fully like it was the look was like from head to toe even when her environment would be like totally disgusting she was always still just like serving right (laughs) What about the episode of the like culty thing? Like, is that? Yeah. That one, I don't know. That okay. one, I don't know what that one is about. Um, but I did like that Billie Eilish was in it. Mm-hmm. I fuck with her. Yeah, that was it. Was a good what good the one. one the one with the strippers? That's based on a real thing. Four strippers like had a flat tire. Oh and then yes, the I looked up that story online. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and that even that was so crazy. How like <laughs> she was trying to kill that nigga, and then they came in thinking she was getting attacked and killed him for her. <laughs> right, and then she <laughs> left him there. Yeah. <laughs> she was really a savage really a savage it was even deeper than that though like even just like the whole mental health aspect of it like the psychosis of it all like Mm -hmm. that is really deep like your mental controls so much right and if it's not in its right mind you might be driving state to state like finding people off twitter and literally climbing in their windows and snatching your people up Mm. wild wild totally wild she was really into the bludgeoning you know she oh my god she loved to bop somebody over the head i said oh girl oh girl you 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 and there was a theory that i think i don't know i feel like i think that marissa killed herself but they were saying there was a theory that she actually killed Marissa too. Cause Marissa yeah. was going to move out. Right. That's what I was thinking. You did. Yeah. Like it was the start of her rage. Like when Marissa was about to move out. So she had to kill her. Yeah. And I feel like once that kill happened, it just sent her on this rampage. And that's yeah, when the kill right. started. Like, right. Right. Yeah. She went crazy from there. Right. But then it's like these other little pieces where it's like, you know, this is what I learned from TikTok also. also. Like the analysis mm-hmm. on TikTok about these shows is really crazy. But um, somebody was saying like on the documentary episode, they were saying that the dad had died. Marissa's dad mm-hmm. had died. But the way that Dominique, the way Dre tells the story is that he was there. 
Right. You know what I mean? He was there. He was trying to shoot her out the window. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it it proves that Dre is not a reliable Unstable. Yeah. narrator. Yeah. Like she is telling whatever she wants us to tell, which is why at the end she got she got with Naja. They they rode off together in the limo and Naja was actually Marissa. And it just turned out to be an amazing thing. Like. No, bitch, you got fucking tackled and arrested. Like, right, you right. went to jail. That was the end. Like, they got your ass, you know? <laughs> so that's why I'm like, huh, what if she didn't go to the club and pick up a, a guy and, like, you know what I mean, just had her phone coincidentally turned off? Like, you right. knew where her phone was, and you were texting yourself from her phone after she died. So what's to say you didn't send her all those texts? Like, come home, call me. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right, right. That wasn't yeah. even her. That wasn't even Marissa's vibe to be blowing you up like that, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's just not. so many, so many, many things left to the imagination. But overall, I feel like Donald Glover should really get some more awards. Right, the man is he a did talent. That. He mm-hmm. is very talented, and I enjoyed the show, and I enjoyed Atlanta, and I saw a lot of similarities between the two. For sure, yeah, he does a really good job at that documentary oh my god style because it it feels so real you know like he does a really good job at that because he really had me fucked up with the one with the disney um one from atlanta so yeah yeah um all right well that was my little tv recap there's plenty of other shows that we could really talk about i don't know what you're watching right now but yeah, I could get, I could do a little TV talk time here and there, you know. I will say, um, shout out to our college friend Kristen Westbury for executive producing a new show on TLC. <coughs> <coughs> Let me say that again. Shout out to our Syracuse alum and former classmate, Kristen Westbury, who is the executive producer on TLC's hottest new show, Seeking Brother Husband. Nice. She's going full tilt reality. I watched the first episode and it's going to be a very interesting season. It's basically about women who have multiple husbands instead of men who have multiple wives. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, she's got some, she's got, I mean, they're all different races. We got black, white, you know what I mean? They all getting into it. Everybody want to have, it's it's interesting because it really looks like, from what I've just seen from episode one, I don't know if that scenario can really work in real life because these men are fragile. They are fragile emotionally. They cannot... Mm handle the thought of other men sharing the space with them yeah so i'm gonna see i'm gonna see how it goes but it's giving catastrophic so we'll see (laughs) (laughs) but shout out to that shout out to su right congratulations okay so moving on to Horror story. Horror story. <laughs> okay, this is a very special horror story because it was written into us. Ooh. And I'm going to read it right now. Okay, let me pull it up. Okay. All right. So let me get into this. Let me actually put my little joint down. Okay. So this white guy slid into my DMs on IG when I first moved to L.A. One day I get a few notifications that he liked a few of my pics. I went to his page to check him out and he was giving Urban White. So I liked a few of his pics. <laughs> now, Urban White, you know, we will call Spicy White, but y'all, y'all get the point. Right. We played like tag a few more times before he messaged me. Now, I know this is risky, but I told him I was new to town and he offered to show me around. You know what? I honestly can't wait to be new in town. Show me around, baby. Right. <laughs> show me around. I want to be new in town. Um, Safely. Safe. <laughs> safe. Right. Keep your location turned on at all times. Thank right. you. 
Exactly. Um, we exchanged numbers to continue talking, but keep it real. All we talked about was sex. The time finally came for us to meet. He picked me up at my place. Okay, now that was risky because baby girl, like mm. he picked me up at my place. I came downstairs in a crop top and mini skirt with sneakers. Okay. Uh, she was ready for it. We drove right. around town for a bit before parking under a tree in a dimly lit area. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's giving sexual assault. Like I'm getting oh my nervous. <laughs> I'm getting nervous or, or, or if, you know, keeping it consensual, it's giving like, High school when like you can't go to your house, I can't go to my house. Right, so we're just gonna right. go like yeah, out to mm-hmm. like the parking lot. Yeah, that, okay, that's what it's giving. It's consensual. Yeah. Next <laughs> next thing funny. I know, <laughs> next thing I know, he's all over me. We start kissing and then he proceeded to eat my cat, and that <laughs> he did. <laughs> she said, and that he it's did. It's a cat for me. He knew what he was doing. Did he? Did the white boy know what he was doing? God. (laughs) It was a turn on seeing his arms covered in tattoos, fighting to keep my legs open when he devoured me. Ooh. Ah! I returned the favor until he bit me. Oh, you returned the favor, bitch? (laughs) Until he bit me over and penetrated me from behind. There was something about us not really knowing each other that made me want to let that Thought out. After we finished, (laughs) he took me back home. We text from time to time, but never did show me around town. He lied. (laughs) Yeah, well, he he was trying to eat some pussy. Like, I'm gonna show you around this dick. Period. (laughs) Damn. I mean, at least if it's gonna be that, then let it be that. But you know, right. At least it was a good night. Hey, you know that I'm was a the, I'm good really, story, right? I'm over here trying to listen for the whore, the like the other whore. <laughs> well, I mean, the dimly lit, <laughs> the risky, <laughs> giving the risky evidence. She said she was sucking dick too. You know right, that could be. Right. Kind of you know, a uh, nigga like me ain't really sucking dick on a first night. I don't so. get down on a first <laughs> night. I should make a move, but I won't. Hey, I should make a move, but I don't. That's how it's going down. Yeah. But well, yeah. that is a show. Do you have any final thoughts to share with us this week? Uh, No final thoughts, but please keep them horror stories coming. For some reason, I thought you were about to say, please keep me in your thoughts and prayers this week. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, keep them horror stories coming. We'd love to hear them, read them. And you know where to hit us up. Sign me up podcast at gmail.com or on our social media page at sign me up podcast. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of sign me up podcast signing out. (laughs) 